Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hey, everyone. It's Daniela from the Keto Lifestyle Show. Well, I had an awesome day so far, and I hope the same for you as well. And um, I thought about, let's do another episode um, on the topic of keto flu. Yeah, let's talk about keto flu, the symptoms and how to get rid of it. Well, keto flu symptoms can be a problem on the keto diet and may be a sign of serious deficiencies. But um, maybe not. So let's dive into it. And I want to cover what is the keto flu, the keto flu symptom, the keto flu causes, five steps to get rid of the keto flu, how to prevent the keto flu, and how to uh, remedy the keto flu. Okay, let's dive right into it. I hope you are comfortable. Maybe you have a coffee with you or tea or a glass of water and just relax and listen to this episode. So, um, the ketogenic diet involves changing your metabolism from favoring glucose from carbs to fat and ketones for energy. We know that. Well, if you follow me along, you already know that. And with this big metabolic change comes some potential side effects. Things like headaches, fatigue and nausea can pop up in the first week or so with the keto diet. And that's actually not that random. It's quite often. Well, good news is it's temporary. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Because we don't want to have those side effects the whole time. And if you do so, you should definitely go and check with your uh, medical professional. Definitely. So, keto flu is most prevalent when you're transitioning into a ketogenic uh, state. Once you're fat adapted, the symptoms disappear. So, still it's good to know what you're up against, plus how a few simple tips and tricks may be help prevent the keto flu symptoms or the worst um yeah, there were side effects actually. So what is the keto flu? The keto flu is a temporary collection of flu-like symptoms uh, you may experience when trying to enter ketosis for the first time. It goes away once you become fat adapted within the first week or so of eating a ketogenic diet. And it happens because your metabolism needs time to adjust to running on fat instead of carbs. And your body burns carbs, the glucose, for energy by default. Definitely. So when you drastically reduce your carb intake, like on a low-carb uh, ketogenic diet, your body depletes your glucose stores and starts burning fatty acids for energy. And this metabolic switch can be tough on your body. Well, it's like the flu-like symptoms. And actually... I think it's actually keto flu is a it's a wrong name for it. Normally it it should be called low carb flu, but it doesn't sound so good. Low carb flu, keto flu. No, keto flu sounds better, but it's actually not. It's a low carb flu because of the change um, of your energy source. 
Um, well, so keto flu symptoms. Um, it's not uncommon for keto beginners to experience a keto flu when they first reduce their carb intake. Or even if you had like a few cheat days and then you kick out of ketosis and yeah, coming back into it, well, you might experience keto flu symptoms again. So what are the symptoms? Let me tell you, uh, your name a few. Yeah, it's stomach pain, brain fog, dizziness or confusion, nausea, uh, yeah. Diarrhea, sorry, diarrhea, muscle cramps, muscle soreness, lack of concentration or focus, which is so weird because when you're on a ketogenic diet, you actually have more focus and more mental clarity. But in the first beginning, when when your body does the switch, yeah, you actually have a lack of concentration or focus. Well, as well as troubling, falling or staying asleep, sugar cravings, heart um, uh, palpitations, yeah, definitely, and low energy levels. So symptoms usually occur within the first day or two of starting your new diet or your new lifestyle. And the severity and length of symptoms vary from person to person, like always, because we are all individuals. Some people don't experience it at all, lucky you, while others could experience it during the first week or longer. Well, bad me. So either way, the symptoms um, shouldn't last more than a couple of weeks and should go away once your body is adapted to burning fat for fuel. Definitely. So what causes the keto flu? Well, you probably guessed already. There are four potential causes of keto flu. Um, first one is keto adaption. Uh, keto adaption means adjusting to the process of beta oxidations or burning fat for energy instead of glucose from carbs. And the ability to switch between burning fat and burning glucose is called metabolic flexibility. Those with less metabolic flexibility are more likely to experience keto flu symptoms as their body adjusts to using fat for energy. And genetics also play a role, definitely. Some people are naturally more capable of handling the energy uh, switch. So what's the takeaway? Adapting to ketosis is the main cause of the keto flu. But there's another one, and it's called electrolyte imbalance. When you radically decrease the amount of high-carb processed foods you were used to eating on the standard American diet, the SAD, and your body starts to lose water quickly, that's why you lose um, quite a bit of uh, pounds in the first week. So this is because of the glucagon, the stored glucose, you've been accumulating on a high-carb diet is bound to water in your body. Each gram of glucagon is stored with 2 to 3 grams of water. Guess what? So that's why you lose weight so much in the first week. Um, because your um, glucagon is not holding the water anymore. Ha! So when you go keto, your cells use up all the glucagon which means that your water weight gets flushed out. So now you're losing both fluids and important electrolytes. And guys or ladies, 
girls, whoever, these are so important because um, it causes dehydration and electrolyte imbalance. And this combo can cause flu-like symptoms like headaches, fatigue, aches and pain until everything becomes balanced again. So during your transition, it's crucial to um, replenish your stores by increasing your water intake. You also want to add back um, the minerals you're losing, for example, electrolytes such as sodium, magnesium and potassium. Very important. This will help ease the transition and ensure you're still getting an optional amount of the nutrition you're losing through your urine and properly hydrating with extra water and electrolytes will help you prevent and reduce your keto flu symptoms definitely so what's the takeaway here losing water and electrolytes when you're transitioning into ketosis can trigger flu-like symptoms okay my next point is um a lack of micronutritions, oh, big one as well. So another common trap many beginner keto dieters uh, fall into is not eating enough micronutritions. When you cut out certain vegetables, fruits and grain, you need to eat adequate amounts of keto-friendly foods to get the micronutritions you were getting from those foods before. For example, if you drastically reduce your carb intake and start eating primarily eggs and cheese to stay keto, you're at risk of creating nutrition uh, deficiencies. To combat this, it's essential to eat a wide variety of nutrition-rich keto foods and stay healthy during your transitions. Oh, okay, so a diet high in these foods will cover your bases. First, fatty cuts of grass-fed meat. Second, coconut and cacao butter as well as coconut oil and avocado oil. Third, nuts and seeds including nut and seed butter. Fourth, poultry, fish, shellfish. Fifth, um, veggies like alfalfa sprouts, broccoli, cucumber, cabbage, oil, spinach, Swiss chard, eggplant, asparagus, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, spaghetti squash, and so on. And sixth, the full-fat organic dairy. Okay, if you're short on time or always on the go, supplementing with micronutrients may be an easier option so you're not missing out on essential vitamins and minerals. It's really very important. Um, normally, if you... If you have time to prepare your meals, you get all the nutrition you need through your keto-friendly um, food. But if you don't have an eye on it, um, you probably need to supplement. So each group of, um, of some um, keto micronutrition powders can help you um, adjust with that. But just a reminder, it's okay to take it for, for some yeah a short period of time but you should definitely take the time to feed your body good food good veggies good uh, fat good protein and good carbs and really have an eye on that so um takeaway is um micronutrition deficiency can trigger 
the keto flu, definitely. Eating a nutritious ketogenic diet is definitely the key. And I can help you with that because um, I'm putting up something new on my website, ketolifestyleshow.com. So if you're looking for a really good meal plan with all the micronutritions you need on a ketogenic diet, then you're, um, you should definitely go there. So um, my next one is carb withdrawal. Some studies suggest that sugar affects the brain in a way, in a way, in a way sorry, similar to addictive substances like heroin and cocaine. Very interesting. Uh, consuming sugar provides a feel-good hormone knows, uh, known as dopamine. That's why carb withdrawal can contribute to the keto flu. You'll see this in the form of mood swings, irritab um, irritability, cravings for sugar and other yeah, adverse symptoms. So this is especially pronounced in people who eat more processed and refined carbs and sugar. People in this category have... Um, also have more trouble adapting to fat burning. Therefore, they have a harder time losing weight, quite interestingly. But this doesn't mean you should abandon ship, okay? If you experience these negative um, withdrawal symptoms, it's a sign your body is getting closer to reaching ketosis and you just need to power on. At this point, the keto benefits really start to kick in. Once the sugar and carbs are finally out of your system, you start to lose weight and realize that after the initial discomfort, the keto benefits are well worth it. Definitely. Believe me. Believe me. <laughs> okay. What's the takeaway? Carb withdrawal can worse keto flu symptoms. Yes. Um, particularly if you're used to eating high carb processed food. But Power on, push through, you will get there and um, you will realize that you lose these sugar cravings and you lose all these different symptoms and you're mentally clear and more focused. It's awesome. It's like a better you, a uh, better version of you. And we all want to be the best version of ourselves. So um, yeah. Okay. Five ways to get rid of the keto flu. Um, if you already experience the keto flu or um, take comfort in knowing this is temporary and there are things you can do to reduce or even eliminate symptoms during your transition to ketosis. If you suspect you've been hit with the keto flu and you're past the point of prevention, well, there are some things you can do to get rid of it as well. First, stay hydrated, like I mentioned before. Uh, drinking extra fluid and staying hydrated should be your top priority. The water loss that occurs at the beginning of the ketogenic diet needs to be replen uh, replenished. The more often you do that, the easier the uh, transition will feel. Drink plenty of water throughout the day to help reduce the symptoms like headache, fatigue or nausea that are often caused by dehydration. And here are some easy ways. Keep a, um, a water bottle near you. Fill it all time so you can drink it wherever you are. 
always drink when you feel thirsty, but try to catch it before thirst strikes. And then drink most of your water during the day, so you're not waking up in the middle of the night for a trip to the bathroom. Um, that's really helpful. Then replenish the electrolytes on top of getting enough water. Your next focus should be balancing your electrolytes. Yes, definitely. You may not have considered your electrolytes before keto unless you were exercising um, vigorously or had too much to drink the night before. Well, the transition from using carbs for energy to using fat for energy will flush important electrolytes, like I mentioned before. So, um, what can you do? Um, increase your sodium intake, and this will help um, counteract the water loss that happens when starting a keto diet and replenish sodium. So get your sodium from Himalayan pink salt instead of the regular table salt. And then supplement, uh, supplement with magnesium. Low magnesium levels can lead to depression and insulin resistance, among many other issues. So it's important to include this mineral in your diet, some rich food source of magnesium include hemp and pumpkin, pumpkin seeds, cooked spinach and salmon, cashews and macadamia nuts and avocados and dark chocolate. So there are plenty around, but um, if you want to make it sure that you get enough magnesium, maybe you supplement it for a while. Well, also eat potassium-rich keto foods. Um, it's another key mineral that should be on your radar, but probably isn't. So if you're feeling any issues like um, heartbeat regulations, muscle cramping, energy production, bladder control, body temperature, well, if, you, if you're feeling any issues connected to these areas, consider adding more potassium-rich foods like avocado, Brussels sprouts, mushrooms, zucchini, pumpkin seeds, and all these yummy foods. So just add it to your keto meal plan. And then you should definitely eat calcium-rich um, keto food. Broccoli, leafy greens, chia seeds, sardines, salmon. They are all packed with calcium and they are so good. And well, it will really help you um, it's, it's actually vital for blood uh, clotting, muscle contractions, and good cardiovascular health. So go for it. Take an electrolyte um, supplements. There are, well, I, yeah, there are lots around. Um, I know Prove It has one. I know Keto Perfect has one. Uh, Dr. Axi has uh, some, and I might put some on my website as well. Oh, I actually do. I will. I will put some on my website as well. Um, so there are a few links, and you can just click on them, and then you get your your electrolyte supplements. Because there are a few around that are not so good, um, and you just need to be aware of that. So um, yeah, let me do that. I will put that on my website as well and 
on my Instagram account as well. So, next one, exercise. Yes, definitely so good. The type of exercise you do matters during your transition from burning carbs to fat. Well, okay. So, your exercise performance may temporarily suffer while your body is adapting to a higher fat and lower carb intake. So while um, you probably won't hit a personal record during this time, um, that doesn't mean you should stay in bed. Definitely not. Well, getting light exercise three or two to three times per week can help make your body more efficient at switching between carbs and fats for energy. Definitely. So low intensity exercises such as walking or swimming or practicing yoga they're smart during this time since your body already uses fat as its primary um, primary energy source when performing these types of exercise so it's really good and once your body gets through the transition you should be able to resume your normal exercise routine definitely well i experienced that during the first um, three weeks, I was a bit, felt a bit, um, well, I didn't have as much power as I used to. Um, and it took me a, a while, like pushing through on the cross trainer for 10 minutes or 15 minutes until I was really into it. Um, but since then, I actually go to this gym quite regular and it's, yeah, it's just your normal workout. I actually have more energy. And, I, and you know what's really interesting? Um, it's like I have the feeling, maybe it's because I, I eat so much protein as well. Um, but my muscles are growing faster than before, before I went on the keto lifestyle. So that's really nice. Definitely. Anyway, increase your fats. So since your body is no longer getting... It's energy from carbs and sugar. It needs plenty of fat and protein for fuel. And this means you you will need to make sure the calories you used to get from carbs are, are replaced by eating plenty of keto-friendly fats. So what are keto-friendly fats? Um, here are a few. Grass-fed butter or ghee. Um, heavy cream, coconut oil, MCT oil, eggs. Um, cacao butter, extra virgin oil of oil, avocados or avocado oil. Um, well, bacon fat, it's okay, but not that good. Um, macadamias and walnuts, flax seeds, sesame and chia seeds and fatty fish. So increase your fat consumption while reducing your carb intake will definitely help ease your transition since you, you'll be pushing your body into using fats for energy, definitely. Um, also, ta take exogenic, uh, ex sorry, exogenous uh, ketones. Remember, one of the reasons you may have the keto flu is because your body is trying to cre uh, create and use ketones for energy. One way to help... Um, the keto symptoms is to add exogenous ketones or ketone salts or therapeutic ketones to your morning routine. So these energy molecules are the same ketone 
bodies your body naturally produces in supplement form I actually use them I got them from um, from prove it so I normally drink in the morning I drink my exogenous ketones and that really helped me during my time and I do that um, from time to time as well so if you're into that you should definitely go to my Instagram profile and there's a link and you get some discount so um, yeah definitely go there they actually have a challenge at the moment I think it's a it's a five day, ten day, and an eight week challenge, um, and you get a really good discount um, if you go through my account um, because I partner with them, and that's really good, and they're awesome. I take them. I I tried. I actually tried quite a few ketones supplements, and um, because before I suggest something, I want to try it myself. So I bought a few. I bought some expensive ones some some cheaper ones some supplements from america some from germany and some from uh where was it uh i think australia yeah so i bought a few i tried a lot maybe i should do an episode on all these different supplements um because some of them some of them are really good some of them they are not worth the money and some of them, well, they didn't do anything. So um, <laughs> that's why I, I tried a few and um, I know that Proverd, they are really good ones. And yeah, if you're interested in that, send me a message or even go to my Instagram profile, Keto Lifestyle Show, and you there's a link there and you get some really great discount. Anyway, so how to prevent the Keto Flu? If you're starting the keto diet and want to prevent the keto flu altogether, it can be easily avoided by following the, the steps I mention, I will mention now. So um, if you haven't started your keto journey yet, maybe listen to these tips and hopefully you don't hit the keto flu. So follow a nutritious ketogenic diet. One of the main reasons beginner keto dieters start to feel unwell on keto is the lack of proper micronutrition, like I said before. So um, the key to transition to keto with a few to no side effects is starting with a healthy ketogenic diet that covers all your nutritional needs. Um, I do have, uh, I actually bring out a keto a seven-day meal plan as well as a 30-day meal plan depends on how deep you want to go into that and um, that will definitely cover all the important um, nutritions you need and um, and yeah so that's pretty cool anyway um, also what did I want to say? I just had a thought. Sorry, guys. I just had a thought. I was talking <laughs> with you. And then I had a thought came through. And now I can't remember. Ah, man. Okay, anyway. Doesn't matter. Maybe I remember a bit later on. Ah, what was it? Ah. Okay, doesn't matter. All good. All good. Um. So, yeah. Definitely follow the... A ketogenic plan where you get all your good um, nutritionist foods together so get plenty of sleep 
That's always good. Getting at least seven hours of, of sleep a night is important for anyone. And even more so for keto dieters. Your, uh, why is a good question. So um, your metabolism is getting used to switch fuel source. So getting plenty of sleep can help reduce stress and fatigue. Because it's it's a bit of stress for your body. Because it was used to um, your carb intake and using glucose as fuel. But now it has to change and switch. So it's a little bit of stress for your body so get plenty of sleep to uh, sleep to ease into it ah here we go my thought okay um going back to nutritious ketogenic diet okay um what is really helpful is if you have a keto plan a meal plan sometimes a challenge is good but if you start a challenge have a look at the meal plan because not all the challenges are so good. There are different keto challenges around and um, look out for really good ones where you eat lots of veg veggies and good um, healthy fats and not so much pork, definitely not. So yeah, watch out for that. But also, uh, before I lose my thought again, uh, what's also helpful is if you don't go cold turkey, so sometimes it's really good if you, during the week, maybe you have one day where you eat less carbs. And then if that feels good, you add another day and you eat less carbs, like 20 grams per day. And then you go to another one and you, you add one day at a time. That can also help you to ease into the keto and don't experience the keto flu um, symptoms, definitely. Well, you can also take supportive supplements, like I mentioned before, the exogenous uh, ketones, the electrolytes, MCT oil, and or some, some other uh, supplements. I actually did a post on that on my Instagram account. You should go there and have a look so well to sum it up the ketogenic diet is a great tool for improving your health your um eight uh weight loss and help you feel your best definitely but the keto flu can get in your way if you don't know how to get over it so like i mentioned before i just want to sum it up drink more water take electrolytes drink bone broth it can help as well increase your intake of high quality fats do light exercise take take exogenous uh, ketones and make sure you're following a healthy ketogenic diet avoid foods that will kick you out of ketosis rest enough as your body adapts to this metabolic change and if you need take some supplements at the beginning to get over the keto flu and yeah i hopefully yeah hopefully that helped you and use these healthy tips uh, like i mentioned before to reduce the symptoms and even avoid the keto flu altogether um also keep in mind that if you experience any flu-like symptoms they will subside okay just give it time definitely so once the hard part is over you'll be reaping the benefits of keto and thanking yourself for staying strong. How cool is that? So, 
Guys and girls, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope that helped you. It was a long one. Anyway, enjoy your day. Talk to you soon. Bye.